can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Hannah First. In this week's Cringy Convo, I'll be sitting down with Tony Lodge and Ryan John. They are the hosts of the very popular podcast, Tony and Ryan. Welcome. Thanks for having us. It's not a very exciting name for a podcast, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I actually think it's perfect. And I did want to say just before we begin, I was Googling you guys and doing some stalking. And the question that came up on Google was, are Ryan John and Tony Lodge a couple? Do you get asked that a lot? We did in the beginning, every single TikTok comment, every single Instagram. Instagram comment was like, are you guys doing it? Like, is that what's happening? <laughs> are they, you know, that um, Instagram siblings or dating? We kind yes. of got that a lot. But Ryan is married and I have a partner. Who is not me. I did say that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't get that as much anymore because like over time, people who've listened to the podcast have figured it out. But at the start, it was every second comment was sort of like, so, are you, <laughs> what is this? What's the energy here? <laughs> I mean, you guys have like great chemistry. So, I guess it's probably confusing for people, but it's podcast energy. It's got like podcast chemistry. Congrats on the success of Tony and Ryan. I really want to know how the podcast started. Like, what is the backstory? So, Tony's really funny as the world and internet has learned over the last 10 months, except. <laughs> For some reason, our radio bosses didn't want to like give Tony a show when we worked at a radio because I don't know, there's only so many slots. So it kind of started like, hey, let's just make you a demo so we can email the audio to all these bosses and get you a show. And then we're like, well, if we're going to record some audio, we might as well record the video. And then we had these videos and we're like, well, if we've got these videos, we might as well put them on the internet. And then after the first, like pretty much straight away, the comments were like, oh, cool. Where's this podcast? And we kept getting asked, where's this podcast? And well, and then it's like, oh, well, if people are asking for it, I mean, starting a podcast is hard enough because no one cares because there's 10 million and people are asking for this one that doesn't even exist. I'm like, well, the least we can do is like maybe do a few eps and, and see how it goes. So I mean, um, how's that demo coming along, Tony? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never ended up hearing back from the radio bosses, which is weird. Are the radio bosses, like, kicking themselves? Like, you guys are, like, with Spotify now. Well, I think it's just been such a weird thing that we didn't expect to take off and it still hasn't been that long. So I think it's a bit like, oh, that's mm. just moved so quickly. Yeah, it's such a hard question to answer because... After it all kind of kicked off, then all of a sudden we were like, oh, my God, we need to like quit our jobs because we've got a we've got so much to do. (laughs) A great problem to have. You've got a business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How would you describe the average listener? Well, it's so weird because about 25, 26 percent are from Australia. So 75 percent are the rest of the world. So I guess usually in a marketing sense or when you're at a radio station that's only broadcast in Melbourne, you can kind of get a pretty good gauge of. Yep, people probably live around this area. They're this kind of vibe. But because it's so varied, it's really hard to put your sort of finger on who the exact kind of person is. But I think if you don't lean into the uh, slightly, what would you say, 
naughtier humor mm-hmm. or the darker humor, you might not be the spot for you. But we've kind of got this collection of, and I don't know, Tony, what you reckon. It's like a collection of lovely, wholesome misfits <laughs> from all around the world that needed a place to tell their shit jokes and share their cringy stories. Mm-hmm. And um, we've all found this nice spot together. Does that feel right to you now that we say it out loud? Definitely. I feel like as well there's like some people that reach out and say, oh, I listen while I'm driving my kids to school. And oh. then there's other people that go, oh, I listen while I'm still up from the night before coming home from the club. Like there's just such a variation of people. We asked a question like, where do you listen? And the answers were just wild because we were like, oh, people on a run in the morning. Yes, yeah, some people coming home from Declure. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, are you like so shocked at the, because it's just gone crazy, this podcast? Definitely. So while I was working in radio, I was just a producer. Like, so I was like, oh, I, I'd love to be talent and I'd love to be making people laugh. <laughs> you know, like I was just a like chubby loser that like worked on the, like behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? And now I'm a chubby loser that's in front of the scenes. <laughs> but it's like such a pinch me situation and that sound Mm. I can't even really put into words how exciting it is and especially now being exclusive with Spotify like what a dream come true to kind of have people that I respect because they're making things that I love going oh we love the thing that you make as well that's probably been the wildest thing to have that validation from people everywhere that I really respect then coming and saying, we love this thing that you make. We love your energy. You're working really hard. So that was just really like such good validation for work. And also knowing that I wanted to do it for so long as well. Mm. Do you guys get, because you, you do these like TikTok videos and reels that go off, you must get some like people that aren't your vibe that are trolling. Does that happen much? Not really. We've been pretty lucky. Oh, wow. Okay. We spoke to a guest last week, Luke Cook, and he does these hilarious like videos. And he just said he gets people that are like, why are you making fun of this? And like, not trolly, but just high and mighty. Well, I think one of the key things, and this isn't like by design, it's just the way it's worked out and the people we are is that if there's ever a joke on someone, it's on ourselves. The humor might be a bit darker and a bit adult if you've got kids in the car or whatever, but it's easy enough for them to go, oh, it's not for me and turn off. It's not like I'm having a go at you. Yeah. And like I said, if the only people who are getting being mean to are ourselves and even Tony and I aren't mean to each other, it's very like self-deprecating. And I know like everyone says it's self-deprecating, but it's actually very easy to be mean for lols. And I like that our community is like just not about that. We're about, I mean, it sounds so cringy, but oh, it's just such an uplifting community, but everyone's sort of like living their best life, doing their best thing. And I think when you're not, punching down at anyone yeah you kind of it's pretty easy to, to dodge those trolley things i mean from ten thousand comments a week you might get three that are a bit like oh whatever wow but like it's really not a big part of our life that's really lucky well, tony made fun of people that use samsung phones once and that was a bit of a different story to be fair <laughs> was that one of the first ones tony of yours that just really took off it was actually, yeah, it wasn't even with Ryan. It, I posted it and I was like, said that I hated <laughs> people that used that curly font on a Samsung yeah. phone. You know how on a Samsung you can change the font? I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you guys. Is this a safe space? Yeah. But yeah. I said that and then I was like, just get an iPhone. Like it's so much easier. And everyone was like, oh, 
Don't you know? Like it was, yeah, it was a bit wild. So you've had a taste of it. Yes. And it was the very first one. So I was like, okay, I'm not making any discouraging comments ever. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is basically one big cringy combo. And so I'd love to hear from both of you, what is your cringiest story? And just to give you some context, one of our guests told us all about getting violent diarrhea in Mexico. So um, let's start with you, Tony. Well, I had a few to choose from actually which is probably not a great start (laughs) but a few years ago I started seeing this therapist in Melbourne and um, we got along really really well and I'd been seeing him for about a year and one day I like went in there for my appointment he was like Tony what do you want to talk about today and I was like I actually feel really good and he was like you know what I think that you're ready to not see me anymore and I was like, oh, my God, uh, are you sure? Like, you're going to let me out into the wild? And he was like, yeah, I think that you don't need to come every week, whatever. And anyway, I left and I was like, you know what? I think I should buy him a gift as a thank you. <laughs> and so I went <laughs> I went to Coles and I bought like a pot plant and I wrote this lovely card and I like wrote this lovely message and it was like, thank you for helping me grow. And it was a plant and I thought it was very cute. And anyway, <laughs> That is cute. Yeah, thank you. That's super cute. <laughs> I love that you're like, where do I get a great gift? I know, a supermarket. Coles. <laughs> hey, the plants at Coles are legit. Okay, I'll actually not hear a bad word against it. Anyway, and then at the actual therapist office, it's like on a one-way street. So I quickly like pulled the car over, jumped out of the car and was just going to leave it on the doorstep for him to like grab it when he was finished with a patient or whatever. I leant down, I ran up the stairs and leant down to put the pot plant on the front doorstep as he opened the door, (laughs) but I tripped on the stairs and I headbutted him in the penis. I didn't know where that was going. I thought he was going to say, this is really unprofessional. You shouldn't be giving me gifts. <laughs> that's what I thought. Headbutting someone in the dick is the most unprofessional you can be. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh, my God. Did it hurt? Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he was like, Tony, what are you doing here? And I was like, ah! And I, like, jumped back in the car and then called and was like, I think I need another I really was expecting something something different. That reminds me of my therapist when I sent him a nice email and I never got a response. <laughs> I felt so awkward. He did eventually reply, but it took him a while and it was he responded quite professionally. I was like, oh, thank you so much, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I felt so awkward. I was going to say, you've spent a year telling oh. me, like, oh, my biggest fear is people not replying exactly. to me or noticing me and then he didn't reply to your email. <laughs> You're like, bro, don't ghost me on such an important email. This is why I'm in therapy because I'm thinking about the email you didn't reply to. He's like, he was like, hi, Hannah. Sorry, I was so busy. Thank you very much. I like, you know, like just professional because I was probably being a bit gushy and I crossed the line of, you know, professionalism. So he put you in the freezer until yeah. he was like, okay, she's calmed down now. <laughs> totally. I literally was cringing until I got the risk, like, for weeks. I just cringed every time I thought about it. <laughs> Ryan, what's yours? Well, first of all, apologies to Tony, who's heard not only this story, but the ramifications of this story for a very long time. Don't say ramifications. Okay, no. Ra- okay. So during lockdown, obviously everything's closed. You can't go anywhere, including hairdressers and barbers. 
Um, but because I work for Channel 7, I have like an exemption to go and get my hair cut because I go on the TV like once a week. So I call this hairdresser and she's like, well, we're not allowed to open the salon, but if you've got that piece of paper, that exemption, just come around to my place because we live close to each other. She's like, saves us both driving half an hour away th- to the thing. Just come ro- over. I'll give you a haircut, beard trim. It'll be all good. And I need to go to the bathroom and I'm someone that needs to go to the bathroom. Often it's a part of my life. It is what it is. So her, she's got this little apartment. So it's the bathroom is her ensuite. So I have to walk through her bedroom. And this is someone I've never met before. So I walk through her bedroom and I go to the bathroom. And after, uh, you know, doing what you got to do, I've realized that there's no toilet paper. I'll say this is a number two situation. Yeah. 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 I've, I've realized there's no toilet paper. So, oh, well, actually, let me put it back to you. What, <laughs> what would you do in that situation, considering you don't know them and you're in their house? I would get water from the sink Mm. and like maybe wash myself a little bit. So you're going to do a bit of a scoop maybe with your hand and then that is a very measured response, Hannah. Or if there's a cup... If there's a cup with like a toothbrush, you know, get the cup. Oh, my God, Hannah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Not with the toothbrush. Take the toothbrush out, fill it with water. Yeah, and just clean your insides with her toothbrush and then just put it back in the oh, jar and no, carry on with okay, your day. hold on. No, 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 no. I mean, instead of having to cup the water at the sink, get the cup of water and bring it over the toilet so that you don't make a mess away from the toilet. That's not what Ryan did. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a, a poor man's bidet. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. That's what I would do. These are all great options. Okay. <laughs> now, I was a bit, because I said it was a girl I just met. I didn't, I was too embarrassed to, you know, ask, oh, by the way, is there a toilet paper? So I looked around, I was panicked, I was nervous and <laughs> I grabbed her towel. No. <laughs> and... When I was done with the towel, I just turned it like inside out and just like hung it back up. No. Oh my God. People listening to this podcast can't see Hannah's face and it is, I'm not going to be able to unsay that. I love it. I absolutely love it. This is exactly what I wanted to hear. Okay. So, but then I'm like, because originally I was like, maybe I just go without, like it's gross, but it is what it is. But I'm like, well, I'm just about to go and sit down, you know for half an hour and get my head on. So would have been like one of those butterfly paintings you do as a kid. <laughs> like you paint on half of it and then you squish it together. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it over. Yeah, no. So then to make it I'm kind of like, oh, this is a bit f- but I'm just going to get my hair cut and leave and like leave the country. Delete her number, block it. And so I get back out there and I sit down and obviously it had been a few minutes. It was clearly because I was the time I spent panicking, it's clearly more than a minute to when a guy needs to go pee. It's usually pretty quick. So then I get out there and oh. she goes, oh, oh. I, I just remembered I didn't have any toilet paper. Did you, are you, is everything all good? And I mean, by that stage, what do you say? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And then I just sat there in silence and she was like, you could see her brain going, what has he done to my bathroom? And so then finished their haircut, literally like gave her cash because I was like, I don't want a paper trail. I don't want, you know, (laughs) and I was just like, okay, thank you. Goodbye. And then I left and I've I've never gone back. We tried to call her and apologise and she was like, it's fine. Don't contact me again. Oh, <laughs> because people on the pod were like, maybe buy us some new towels. Like, say sorry, drop some flowers off. And she was just like, stay out of my life, you asshole. You've done <gasps> enough. Yeah, it was pretty intense. 
That's really intense. Oh, well, do you know what? It was worth it because you got a really good, you got your best cringy story out of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the gift that it, it, like, at the time it was harrowing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then when I was telling the story, I'm like, oh, this is a funny story. But now the amount of stuff I get tagged in every <laughs> single day where it's like, oh, there's no toilet paper, tag Ryan. Oh, this towel looks a bit dirty. Tag Ryan. It's really like engulfed my life. And people will mention it and I don't even know like that they know. Uh-huh. So yesterday I was at I was at work. I don't think I told you this time. I was at um back in at Channel Seven yesterday, and um I went to the bathroom. And when I walked back out, one of the guys from sales, who's just like in the office, went, "Oh, was there toilet paper in there, man?" <laughs> and I was just like, F- "You!" <laughs> oh my god! And I was just like, "Oh, thanks for listening." And he just laughed. Um, so I still don't know whether I'm glad that this is in the world, but. It happened and it is what it is. It happened. <laughs> Speaking of bums, I did listen to your episode on bum soap lathering and then I saw you on the morning news talking about it. <laughs> so can we hear, can the listeners hear about like how does one properly use, use soap to wash their bum? Oh, well, we're the worst person to ask uh, because <laughs> we apparently as told to us by the internet we don't know how to use it so it all came about because I thought that I was saying that I use a loofah with like body wash but when I use a cake of soap I would never borrow somebody else's because it's like been all over their body yeah and Ryan was like I don't think you're supposed to move it all over your body don't you just like lather it up in your hands and then like scrub with your hands but then we found out via the internet that that's also not right you should be using a loofah or a washcloth so I don't know. Maybe I'm not the right person to ask. What do you think? I think what sent people, Tony, is the fact that you implied that the soap would go inside (laughs) when you're washing your butt. You said the words, that soap has been in someone else's bum. Yeah, but I meant like through the crack. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well so well, Hannah so the story actually started with this this person who went home and like she went to a hookup yeah she was it was a hookup it was a one night stand and she thought oh I'll have a shower before I leave and then said to the guy oh do you have any bath gel shower gel whatever it is body wash and he just goes oh I think there's a bit of soap in there and she was like oh like I mean who knows how many people in this share house has used this same bar of soap. Um, and she's like, I already feel dirty <laughs> enough after the last hour. Last thing I need is to wash this all over myself. And then, like I said, you've come to the wrong place <laughs> for, for a clarification on that. For advice. <laughs> I feel like, though, do you know that? I don't know if you remember that Friends episode where Joey says to Chandler, like, oh, think about the last place that bar of soap was and the first place that you use it. Because I think... They're saying like, yeah. oh, genitals to face. So look, it must be some people are using it Thank you. all over and putting it like direct skin contact. However, from my perspective, I don't know why anyone owns a bar of soap. Why wouldn't you just mm. have like a pump body wash? I mean, you don't work for a door beauty and then pick up a bar of soap yeah. from a random bathroom, do you? No, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. That's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. So you guys love to talk about dating as much as we do on this podcast. The feedback I'm getting is that people are really struggling with dating apps and but they really want to meet people IRL. And I know you guys have talked about pickup lines. What are some of your best pickup lines or just dating advice in general? Well, the pickup lines on a dating app just cringe. Doesn't matter how good it is. Is that just cringy or if it's funny? I feel like if you're trying to be like over sexy, people will be like, oh, like, don't try it so hard, bro. Especially from guys, I don't know. It's pretty easy for girls to just roll their eyes and go, oh, he's another f-head. Yeah. So a pickup just in general, 
a pickup line's crap or do you have to be funny? What's your vibe, Hannah? I just feel like any effort is like literally baseline level of effort. Like anything that's not, hey, how are you, is going to be is going to be better. I literally couldn't when I was on dating apps and someone said, hey, and then an hour later they wrote, how are you? It just pissed me off and I would never speak to them again. But don't you just think that they've copied and pasted the same shit pickup line into every chat? I, I don't even care if they've done that. That's fine. I've done. <laughs> uh, hey, I've done it. I've done that plenty of times where I've copied and pasted and like pasted it to like five different guys. <laughs> The bar is so low. Dear Bumble <laughs> user. <laughs> At uni the other day, we did this assignment about how people behave differently after the pandemic. And this big trend that came out of it was like, no, and this is even for if you're in a relationship and you still want like date night. Like back in the day, I was like, let's go to a fancy restaurant and do this, you know, fancy whatever thing. And now there's like, hey, do you want to just like put a beer in a plastic cup and walk around the block? Re-emphasize that actually just spending time with the person you like is actually more important than the fancy stuff that goes with it. Mm. And I don't know, maybe that's not a pickup line, but it's like, hey, if we ever went out, would you prefer a fancy restaurant or would you rather, you know, let's fill up our drink bottles with beer and go for a walk around the park? I'm on board with that, with the walk. Yeah. I, I feel like I used to, during lockdowns, do the walking date with a coffee and I much yeah. prefer that than the awkwardness of going for a dinner and then not being out. Like I remember I went, I literally went on the worst date of my life and I had to sit there for like until the pasta came out and like I had to wait until we'd finished our pastas. What was so bad about it? Was it just so awkward and like just no connection? So he was like everything that he he just didn't like women in their 30s and he kept saying he just kept saying things <laughs> like like he was 39 for f**k's sake like he was 39 and like ragging on women in their 30s and like he just as an example at the start of the date he said oh I want like two three kids not sure and then later on he said oh women in their 30s it's like all they talk about is kids and I'm like excuse me you just told me how many kids you wanted so it was sort of like stuff like that yeah and I just wanted to leave and I couldn't I couldn't just like I mean I probably could have got up mid-meal he probably deserved that actually is there a not like overly mean and bitchy but is there like a real boss way to be like just say something it's like oh hey like I'm in my 30s and I've got more to talk about than children so if that's how you feel hey mate it's been really great to meet you have a great night and then just like cruise on off into the sunset I actually wrote a viral article about it on Medium and I made oh. qu- I made quite a bit of money out of it. So it was actually the best. Oh, bring it on. Have a go a second. It was, it was, it was oh, the best nice. date that I ever went on, to be to be honest. <laughs> Not only did he pay for the meal, but he paid for my rent for the next three months. Thank you, sir. He actually did. He paid for my holiday for Queen- to Queensland. He didn't know it, but he did. What a mad dog. <laughs> Tony, if a guy was chatting you up, on a dating app, and I know you've been in a relationship since dating apps existed, but what <laughs> what would, like, tickle your fancy? Um, well, actually, my boyfriend, we went to uni together, so we were mates before we started dating, mm-hmm. and not long before we started sleeping together, I'm not sure if it's correlation or not, um, but he said to me, have you ever come so hard you shit yourself? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what? <laughs> and he goes... You want to? No. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. And we've been together for like 10 years. So, I mean, try that. I don't know. But, yeah, love that. Worked for for Tony. Might work for you. Hey, I think this has to work from a female's perspective. So, 
We're chatting on Zoom. Hannah, can you read this back to me? I've just put it in the chat. Hey, Ryan, call me your haunted house because our- Oh, I spelled it wrong. Because oh, <laughs> you're going to scream when you're inside me. I feel like uh, that's very on brand. Very on brand for you. Love that. The fact that you f***ed it up is great as well. I was going to say, there's nothing more on brand than me misspelling <laughs> something. So um, we've really nailed that there. But it, obviously that's a pretty drastic pickup line. But I reckon you'd pay the points because it's like funny and weird and psycho. I feel- feel like if you make someone laugh just a little bit or like even just cringe a little bit, I think you're doing better than just, hey, how are you? I had guys writing me H-R-U. They were so lazy, they couldn't even spell out how are you. Just H-R-U. I hate when people write on Facebook on someone's wall like H-B for happy birthday. Oh, don't bother. It's like, come on, mate. You couldn't pick up the phone to text or call and you can't even put seven extra letters in. Yeah. Lift. How much? How important am I actually to you? <laughs> Final question is, so this is a beauty podcast. Aside from a bar of soap, do you have any favorite beauty products that you can share with us? I should have come here for recommendations rather than giving recommendations. But Tony, what, okay. is, what do you got, Tony? So I have the um, Foreo UFO 2. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I use that too. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know what it is, it's like little like day spa in a disc and you can like, it's got like little LED lights in it. It heats up, it like vibrates and you put like facials on and then you like vibrate them into your skin. How funny is the lady that speaks to you on the app? Yes. <laughs> so Ryan, um, there's like an app attached to it and she says like, use your Foreo too on your face. It's like this really weird voice. And she's like, keep moving it for two minutes. Like it's like this there's no distinguished, it's like no accent. Like you don't don't really know where she's from. Yeah. So hang on. So like the girls on the Kick app would talk you through a yoga routine or a running exercise, this person talks you through washing your own face. Exactly. So I would have assumed that you yes. would have figured that out by now or is it quite specific? It's very specific <laughs> and don't be rude. We need extra help. <laughs> don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, this was such a nice way for me to wake up because it's very early in Bali right now. But I feel I haven't even had coffee, but I feel really awake now. Thank you. It was really nice to chat to you guys and congrats on all the success. Oh, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Even though Ryan uses moisturizer from 7-Eleven. <laughs> How dare you? When he deflected the question, I was like, I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.